There is a gold mine of data found in your customer support tickets, feedback, bugs, operational improvements, product ideas, you name it. Your customers are begging you to fix their problems. And our sponsor this week, OmniPanel, does the job to surface all these insights for you automatically and send them to the right person on your team. Next time there's a bug request, boom, goes to the product department. Next time there's an operational idea, great, goes to your COO. There's never been something like this before and I'm really excited to share OmniPanel with you, a great software to streamline all these requests. If you're interested in trying out OmniPanel, go to omnipanel.io and let them know Forward Thinking Founders sent you. That is O-M-N-I-P-A-N-E-L dot I-O. Thank you so much OmniPanel for sponsoring this episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies. And the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus. So if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews. So check it out. Enjoy the repository. And for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Justin Intel, who is a co-founder of Forage. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Awesome. Thanks for having me, Matt. Everything's great. How's everything on your end? Everything is going pretty well. Sipping on some coffee, just moving on with the day, talking to you about Forage. For people that don't know what you're working on, haven't heard of it yet, can you kind of share what you're working on with Forage? Yeah, so pretty straightforward. Forward. Um, Forage is a mobile application that provides real-time pricing at grocery stores. Um, right now, we're only focused in California, and we are hyper-focused on people on food stamps, um, also known as EBT. Um, and so um, people on food stamps, as you guys may know, there's about 40 million Americans, and roughly 10% of them actually represent, are, are represented in California. Um, and so with the, you know, the, the, with the acceleration of COVID, uh, there's going to be an acceleration of people on EBT. For the past three months alone, there's been a 17% increase of people who depend on food stamps to, to feed their families. And actually, I am one of those recipients as well as I'm building this company out. Um, so very excited to learn more and share more about what we're, we're building. So let's kind of talk about... Um what i guess what 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 it is and what the user experience is, is if someone was to use it so if someone wanted to you know, they found forage they wanted to try it out kind of can kind of share like what that would look like yeah so it's it's pretty straightforward and simple so again it's a mobile application um both for android and ios right now the user selects their store based on their zip code and location um and throughout the whole process we nudge our user when they add an item for an alternative normally this is a cheaper alternative to start Later down the line, we're looking at other health initiatives as well. Um, and throughout this whole process, the user can 
see other stores around them that actually have their exact same grocery list and price compare across the board. Um, in the next month or two, we're hoping to make that transaction happen actually on the platform. But for the time being, we're only price comparing across these stores. I'd love to hear a little bit of uh, um, the original story. Why did you decide to start this? And, and when you decided to start it, why then? Yeah, so uh, funny enough, we started this about 10, 11 months ago. Um, and we knew that it was a problem, right? So my background is I've been working in upward mobility tech companies. So Noodle and Uzella, which are pretty popular uh, from the beginning of my career. I, I focused on the education as a means to upward mobility and realized access to food is actually even more fundamental than education. Uh, so upon realizing this, I started, you know, I started the Facebook group to directly connect with families on food stamps. Um, I'm still shocked to learn that these families today struggle with the same problems as families from 10 years ago. To kind of give you some context, um, you, you, you weren't allowed to use food stamps for online grocery shopping. So Instacart was non-existent for, for people on EBT. Um, and so because, again, with the acceleration of COVID, um, EBT is now finally accepted online. And for some context, there was about 35,000 people on EBT in March that did an online transaction. And in July 2020, it's now 1 million. And so that's kind of what we're doing. We're introducing people uh, on EBT to online grocery shopping. And I'm curious right now, like, how do you get the word out about it? This is obviously an extremely crucial product solving, you know, a, a problem you know, how do you, how do you spread the word and get distribution? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Uh, this is, this is kind of our, our forte actually. Um, so as I noted, we started our, our product by listening to our users and, and creating this Facebook group. And what we realized is that people go to groups and communities and ask for help. Right. And so there are existing communities that actually do do that. Right. And so we've actually partnered up with eight organizations such as universities to actually share our word. One of our organizations that we partnered up with is California 211. Um, and, and they receive roughly about 2,500 phone calls a month just for people to sign up on EBT. They share our word out to the users who need our application out the most. Um, and so those how, that's exactly kind of how we built our, our product and, and gained a ton of users um, to do so today since we've launched in June. And since you got started with this, I would love to hear a little bit on what are some of the, uh, the learnings that you've had uh, um, from this, whether it's about user acquisition, about product building, company building, what have, what have been learnings you've come across? Yeah, that's a great question. I've learned quite a few, but um, you know, I, I, I have the best job where I get to talk to, to moms and parents and people who are trying to feed families the most. And so funny enough, like I learned a ton of recipes to start off with, so that's a funny thing. Uh, but also in terms of team building is just that, um, you know, I like to make sure that the communication is key for an early startup and trust is, and, and trust is a key crucial part of that, especially at an early stage company. And so uh, for me, you know, this is my second company, my first company I failed at, uh, but I learned a lot about trust and making sure that that's um, on day zero for anybody jumping in and helping us on board, especially with a sensitive product that we have now with, with the, the community that we're helping with. The first thing we want to do is build that trust with your team, with, with, uh, with your users, and also with our partners today who are sharing our application. And then as you kind of think about like today, what you're, what, you know, what you spend your time on, what does an average day look like for you? Are you 
shipping code? Are you, are you looking for more partners to spread the word? Um, fundraising by chance? How do you how do you divvy up the day and know what to focus on? Yeah, that's a good question. No day is the same, to be honest. Um, there's days where it's heavier on. Um, there's days where it's heavier on partners, you know, that I'm, I'm sharing with. There's days where it's heavy on on fundraising. Um, and then there's days where I'm listening to my team and just making sure that they're being heard out. Um, but what I make sure every day is that I allocate three hours to my users. And that is a consistent, whether it be Monday through Monday through Sunday, I have three hours that I focus in on them. And that's what I make sure to do every single day. When you say three hours on your users, does this mean like talking to users, doing user interviews, like looking at user data? What, what, what do you mean when you say focused on users? So I'm still active on our Facebook group. And, and so what I do is actually talk to them on Facebook Messenger to make sure like, what, are, what am I learning from them? And also learn more about the analytics and like, how are they using our platform? For the most part, it is talking to our users on a daily basis. Um, but there are there, there is going to be more time now spent on the analytics platform to understand more so in how they're effectively using our application. Got it. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm interested. Um, so you have this this product. I'm curious. Is it open? Um, how does it work geographically? Is this something like obviously you need to input stores? Is this open everywhere? Um, is it open in certain geographies? And how do you think about expansion? Uh, um, you know, to different areas. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Right now, we're only focused in LA, uh, in Southern California, LA County, San Diego County, and, and obviously it touches on Orange County. Um, so what we've done is in a systematic approach is that the government data shows where exactly um, people on EBT and food stamps are at. And so we've layered on top of where, you know, where in terms of um, these people are at. And so we can actually target those areas and then layer on top those stores around them to actually do that. So that's kind of like how we are doing it on an approach. Again, only focus in LA County. Uh, but once you do one of these stores, like an example, Walmart in Southern California, it actually encompasses those same Walmarts in, in Northern California. So people in Northern California can actually um, price compare in Walmart right now. But we don't focus on that because what we've learned based on our users is that you, you, you fundamentally need four stores to price compare or else the value of our application is non-existent. Um, that's kind of the study that we've had at. And in terms of expansion, um, again, that data is publicly available on which cities and states actually have the largest use of, of EBT users today. And, and in terms of like where the next steps are at is actually New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia, all because the percentage of people on EBT there. And but at the same time, the stores that are available online um, are actually roughly the same stores across those three states. So um, once we get this playbook down and, and, and refine in and, and LA County, San Diego County, and all of California, then we can kind of go expand out and minimize uh, the amount of time it would take without these other states as well. And if you were to think out um, in the last, you know, or kind of, sorry, in the next 10, 15 years about expansion, product development, what, what do you think this could look like um, in, in the future? I guess, in other words, what's your big vision uh, for this product and what direction are you rowing in? Yeah, that's a great question. So we're effectively building a database of all these prices, um, right? And, and making and seeing how people change in terms of reaction. My idealistic goal is to obviously fundamentally impact how government is spending tax dollars when it comes to EBT. Um, that's kind of a high vision. But in terms of like where I'm thinking of it is, is, is obviously being the first place people go to when they grocery shop um, and, and kind of making sure that they, they think of that. 
um, and then fundamentally potentially being a community buying platform at scale, something very similar to Pinduoduo in China, um, where we are able to do it at scale because we have our partners and our organizations all in one place and giving the utility and the consumers the option for having the best deal possible. And to make that happen, you'll, you'll need some help, right? And luckily you have, you have people listening that know the question is coming, which is how can the forward thinking founders community help you? Are you hiring, looking for customers, um, you know, fundraising? How can the community assist? Yeah, um, you know, there's obviously there's multiple ways, but feel free to, I think the most important thing is definitely share the, the word out. Um, we're not, we're not aggressively fundraising, but we're, you know, we, we do, um, always, I love uh, connecting with investors to make sure that they have a dot on where Forge is at today and see where it's at in three months. So I'm always curious to, to talk to investors today. At the same time, again, um, I'm putting my head down and just making sure that this product is right for our users and building that out first. Um, so feedback on the, on the product would be amazing as well. Awesome. And then if someone wanted to check it out, check out the product, give you feedback, get in touch, how can they get in touch? What's your URL or how can they find it on the app store? Are you on social media? Can they email you? How can they get in touch? Yeah, so our website is www.joinforge.co. Um, you can reach me specifically at justin at joinforge.co as well. Um, and on our applications, again, it's available both for iOS and Android. Uh, but you probably won't get any value unless you are in Southern California today. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck with Forage. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there, you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one -on -one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.